Put industry leading, difference making, and tomorrow shaping on your to-do list. Explore Deloitte technology careers at deloitte.com slash tech careers and engineer your future at Deloitte. With the new Chevy Silverado, you might be driving in this, but with the Silverado's redesigned interior and large infotainment screens, it'll feel more like this. Introducing the new 2022 Chevy Silverado. Find new upgrades. Find new roads. Chevrolet. We are live here in Las Vegas. This is the flagship show on Sunday. It's yours truly, Alex Doomsday Linus. What up to everybody tuning in right now? Let's go. All right, man. You already know what happened yesterday. We had a heavyweight match between uh, Luis Ortiz and Charles Martin. And, uh, man, I don't know. You guys uh, were complaining a little bit about the card. And, you know, we got to shell up 40 bucks. But I think that the the main event gave me uh, uh, definitely enough, you know, uh, I guess, want for me to not to be pissed off about paying, you know, 80 bucks for uh excuse me not 80 bucks 40 dollars for a pay-per-view so i'm hoping that everybody you know enjoyed the card there is um obviously some other heavyweight fights that we're going to talk about but um yeah man i'm here solo dolo and uh we're gonna just uh get into it right and we're gonna start off with the main card and um if you guys really want to you know we could cover the the entire card. I know that I was uh, able to uh, catch Michael Polite Coffee and Johnny Rice from then on. So I definitely can, uh, you know, we can definitely get into that and just kind of get get a sense of what uh, what this call was, was, was really about, you know. And um, I think it was definitely a showcase for the, the heavyweights. You know, the heavyweights bring action and, uh, you know, definitely the knockouts. I think that right now, Luis Ortiz uh, is making a claim, right, that he's still around, regardless of what y'all think, that he's maybe, uh, you know what I'm saying? Oh, my! you saw how my twin jumped in real quick. 40 pesos. What up, champ? Oh, that's Rod Dog. <laughs> I said 40 pesos. Yo, Kentrell, shout out to you, man. I'm glad that you feel the same way. Um, this card was, uh, a, you know, a fun card. It was a fun card. And for a lot of us that, you know, we're not really wanting to pay for this, I, I hope that, you know, you were entertained. Don't got the uh, soundboard, so I'm going to hit you up acapella soundbites. Yeah, man, he was, Charles Martin was hanging off by a thread, you know. It it was something else, man. Them punches, them punches that, that Luis Ortiz was throwing, once he clipped them, I don't know, I don't know if you guys actually got to see, but um, definitely – Definitely, you got a guy that when he smells blood, he knows how to finish. Luis Ortiz, man, I can't say enough about his ability, right, to really finish guys when he's uh, hurt them. You know, when he hurt Deontay Wilder back in their fight, in their first fight, you you got to see some of that killer instinct that Luis Ortiz has. And um, he was able to finish Charles Martin. Wasn't able to finish Deontay Wilder, and that's why you know we gotta you know give him mad props. Deontay Wilder is a, a special dude. He uh 
he just he he'll go out on his shield before he uh, gives up. And Charles Martin didn't want to give up. You know, it was kind of sad in, in a way, you know, because Charles Martin obviously was making a comeback. And um, this was an IBF heavyweight title eliminator. So it was for a position, you know, a position that can definitely put you in that title contention and championship uh, medal. Charles Martin was boxing a great fight up until that, you know, that hard left hand landed. Um, at a moment, I actually thought Luis Ortiz was in trouble. You know, he knocked Luis Ortiz down twice. And uh, it, it, you got to give respect to a Charles Martin. You know, there is punching power there. And there is a boxing skill there. He was looking good. He was, uh, you know, landing the jab. Oh, man, how about the jab that put him down, that put Luis Ortiz down? The jab that Charles Martin hit Luis Ortiz with was textbook, I mean, attack jab. Definitely, definitely, definitely put all his weight into a jab and actually knocked him down. I thought that was sweet. Uh, you normally don't see a knockdown uh, from a jab. So it was, uh, you know, it was a little bit of highlights that you normally don't see in heavyweight fights. There was a lot of skills being displayed also in this fight. So, you know, I give credit to the heavyweights on this card. I give credit to uh, all of the fights, you know. Johnny Rice versus Michael Polite was good. Um, obviously, there were some other matches that I probably, uh, matter of fact, man, I'm probably looking like a straight up super bright bulb right now you gotta understand my lighting is not that good right now so i'm probably looking extra extra caspery right now so let me just fix this two second style let me see what i could do real quick all right that helped a little bit you know uh but yeah man y'all let's continue talking this card let's continue talking Luis ortiz versus charles martin i just want to real quick do a month, like roll call on the live chat. Everybody tuning in. Raw Dog, Sarcasm, Big Fish, Vega, Cut West. My man Danny Ramirez on the super chat. First one up says, I got Ortiz beating Ruiz, Wallen, and Hellenius. Oh, look at this guy. Man, I'm glad that a lot of people are getting excited about a Luis Ortiz because all I keep hearing from some of y'all haters is that he's too old, that he's too old. Uh, yesterday we saw Luis Ortiz drop twice. So in a sense, I kind of can get you, you know, um, got knocked down by a Charles Martin, but I, I think you're not giving Charles Martin enough credit here. You know, he is one of the top boxers and he's not obviously at the top of the echelon, but when you get in the ring with a Charles Martin or Luis Ortiz, you're getting in there with guys that are dangerous. You know, Charles Martin was able to stop Gerald Washington in their fight. And he looked good, you know. Charles Martin is a big, durable guy. And, um, you know, when when you start to see skill for skill, you got to give Charles Martin the credit. He was boxing a great fight, like I said before. And he was able to do things to kind of confuse and nullify some of the things Luis Ortiz was doing. You know, last night, Charles Martin and a couple of the other heavyweights, Johnny Rice, some of these heavyweights that know truly how to use their size, range, and height, you got to see that with Charles Martin. You know, you had two southpaws in there, blow for blow. And the, the left hand of Charles Martin, the way he threw it, he would throw it over the top and then down. It's crazy because, you know, it it's, it's, has to do with their height, but it also has to do with their boxing IQ because plenty of fighters that are tall and rangy, 
don't use their range and height to their advantage. And you got to see that from Charles Martin. He was able to get over the top and uh, sometimes bypass the guard or even the shell, the, the, the Philly shell shoulder that sometimes, you know, can deflect these right hands. The, the, the Philly shell is meant for you to, um, to, uh, to block, you know, you can block the right hand with your Philly shell, but if you go over that Philly shell, right, if you go over it with the right hand, you're not throwing it straight, but you're throwing like an overhand right. You can get over that shoulder. You won't be – see, when you're throwing it straight, you can deflect with the shoulder. But when you're throwing it over the shoulder, you know, you'll you'll be there in your Philly shell, but you're going to get hit on the top of the head because the punches is coming in, in a different angle. So seeing that from Charles Martin and Landon the way he did, I mean, the jab knockdown and then the left hand – it, it, it was it was impressive, and I I really thought Charles Martin had that in the bag, but this is the heavyweight division, and you can never ever ever count a guy out. There is such a thing as a puncher's chance, and that could vary, right? <laughs> you could go one through ten barometer, and it's like some fighters have a seven, a six, maybe a four. Another guy might have a nine. So there's different barometers for that, man. Who else we got here on the super chat, real quick? Everybody, thank you for tuning in. We're here. We're here. And uh, we got my man Jesse in the building. Okay, Rod Ramon. What up, champ? The champies in the crib in the house. Ronald Finkley, what up? Happy New Year to everybody that's listening and on the Super Chats and on the live chats and all the chats and all around the world. You know, I just went crazy with that, right? All right. So, Charles Martin. Gets KO'd. I mean, what did you guys think really about the knockout? I think that, you know, when you're going to make a statement, you do it like the way Luis Ortiz did. And for a second, I was like, what in the world is happening to Charles Martin? He was hanging off the uh, uh, ropes, like literally hanging off the ropes. And it didn't look like, I mean, it's not like he did it himself, right? He, what he, what he did was that uh, as he was getting, you know, wailed on by by king kong his punch slipped in between the two ropes and somehow kind of tangled him up i mean it was a sight to see man it was a sight to see he he was he was tied up on the rope and he was literally being held up i don't know if he was trying to get up but it looked like he was being held up on the ropes like that and he he just couldn't get up i mean you know if i'm being tied up in the ropes and i'm hanging off the ropes and i'm you know i just got knocked down i'm trying to get up and take my arm out but he literally was just there for a second he's like man and maybe that's pro pro you know pro uh veteran uh tactics you know he's like man i'm just gonna wait for the referee to unleash me from this shit but <laughs> honestly i think that he was really in there tied up uh and couldn't get out Shout out to Big Nick. Shout out to Timo Gobiang. Nah, man, everything's good. We'll know tomorrow, Monday, more about the champion, champ, the skip, the Loch Nessie. He's uh, uh, going to be, uh, I guess, reaching out to me and letting me know what's going on. But, uh, yeah, he's in good health, and uh, we can't wait for him to come back. So we're going to keep this boat rolling, or should I say uh, rowing, <laughs> down the stream. Merrily, merrily, life is just a dream. Let's go, champ. Gabrielle, what's up? Twin, what up? Ronald Finkley. Champ. All right. So uh, Charles Martin hanging off the ropes. And uh, I, I honestly, I, I felt a little fear when uh, he got clipped by uh, Luis Ortiz. Charles Martin literally kind of paused. 
he got clipped with the left hand. And then I saw the man just kind of pause and gaze into the audience with that kind of like lost look. And uh, I think that, that that first shot really, really rattled him. And Luis Ortiz is a monster. He has no remorse. He has no mercy. As soon as he clips you, he's trying to knock you out. And he's pretty good at it. He was hitting uh, Charles Martin with multiple combinations. And even when he put him on the ropes all tangled up, he was hitting him all the way until he fell. So it was, uh, uh, it was a good finish. And even though Charles Martin contested a little bit i think that was the warrior spirit in him i think that uh he was just angry you know that 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 it happened the way it did but uh definitely a uh a, a given in the stoppage man Luis ortiz killer instinct does the damn thing and uh finishes charles martin uh i thought that the the whole you know, the whole fight was uh the way it was presented i think that it it, it it was relatable in so many ways. You know what I mean? You got the, you know, the boxer father trying to make a better living and trying to help out his family and his daughter. Luis Ortiz, man, he had a straight, you know, uh, it was a moment. I think that boxing, that's what boxing does sometimes. It transcends just the sport. Uh, uh, sometimes the stories of these men that are fighting are, are very uh, motivating, inspiring, and, uh, I think that there's a lot of people that can relate to that, you know, and Luis Ortiz was able to finish the job, you know, because for a second I felt bad. You know, you you had to tell, you know, you had the cameras on the daughter. The daughter was kind of sad. You know, she was kind of, you know, crying a little bit. And she, you know, she's obviously seeing her dad up there fighting. <laughs> she she got, you know, she got emotional. And uh, obviously he's co close with his kids and the sport is kind of violent. So, you know, the, the, the way they just kind of focused on them, I'm like, man, they're going, they're going Miguel Cotto on me. I know you guys remember when Miguel Cotto was fighting. I think, uh, what's my man's name, man? It slips my mind. God, the guy that got his eye destroyed by Manny Pacquiao. But anyway, um, you know, they, they focus on the crowd and I guess it's part of the story. It's part of the drama. Uh, but for him that, you know, to, to get knocked down twice, and then still win by devastating knockout. Luis Ortiz, you know, was able to turn those tears into smiles for his daughter. And they were very happy for him. I think Luis Ortiz was very happy. Charles Martin showing, you know, sportsmanship, a lot of respect, you know. And uh, for a second, I didn't know what to think because I'm looking at the, you know, the referee and some of the people that were in the ring, maybe some of the uh, commission members that work for the commission that, you know, kind of restore order when things go bad in the ring they're kind of trying to stop him from uh you know going over to the corner and you know giving luis ortiz his props so i think that if you really really think about it just the just this fight alone i think was worth the 40 bucks i think it was exciting we got some two knockdowns and one devastating knockdown knockout that favored luis ortiz so i got my money's worth i really did I'm not complaining about it. And uh, I just hope that you caught the fight. Margarito, man. Shout out to RD, JJ. You already know, champies. Had that, had that cushy. That's why I forgot. <laughs> but, yeah, he, uh, he was able to, you know, finally go to the corner and give the man's props. He was able to, um, you know, get up. You know, it's not like he got knocked out cold. It wasn't a Pacquiao moment, but it was well-deserved to stop the fight. Um, Luis Ortiz, 
knocks out Charles Martin. And this was an IBF uh, title eliminator, so you already know what's happening. You know, it's a, uh, uh, it's just I guess it's going to be scheduling, <laughs> and what exactly they got planned for King Kong, if that was the title eliminator. Let's go real quick to, uh, to the not to the um, to the rankings because, you know, I don't know if they would want to throw somebody else in there to stop him before the eliminator. I, you know, it's, you know how it gets in boxing; it gets a little tricky, but. If he was the uh, um, in the IBF eliminated, obviously you know that Charles Martin had the first position, and it's crazy because Luis Ortiz was all the way at the bottom. He was at he was at number nine in the rankings for the IBF. So they pinned the number, you know, number nine versus number one, and uh, you got what you got. And you know who got the IBF. The WBA, the WBO, the one and only Alexander Usyk. You know, I I think that that's going to be an interesting fight. I mean, look, man, Luis Ortiz has been waiting to be champion for a little while, and I know the jokes are that he's a little old, <laughs> but uh, I mean, I can agree. He doesn't look like beat up old, but I can agree that uh, you know, Father Time is uh the 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 king of the ring, so it's better now than never. This IBF World Title Championship, uh, it's going to be great. Obviously, Alexander Usyk has uh, unfinished business with uh, my man Anthony Joshua from the UK. Shout out to all the bruvs out in the UK that are tuning in right now. I hope y'all caught the the fight. And uh, I mean, look, if Ortiz got to see Herkovich, then then it is what it is, you know. Herkovich is that uh, you know what he was higher up. He was number two, so I get it, you know. Before you see Alexander Usyk, he could possibly make that fight with up with the number two and um, get yourself, uh, you know, solidified in the next fight with uh, an Alexander Usyk or AJ. And uh, you know, with either fight that that you really think about, I think that AJ or uh, Philip Kirkovich, you know, excuse me, uh, AJ or Alexander Usyk have some problems. I think that the Alexander Usyk uh, boxing. Uh, Luis Ortiz, Cuban, Olymp you know, Cuban, Cuban national team, Cuban style. The guy is going to uh, present a lot of problems to Alexander Usyk. But I think that uh, at the end of the day, Alexander Usyk's movement is trickier than uh, Luis Ortiz. But if you get clipped by, by King Kong, you're liable to see that canvas if you don't cover up and protect yourself. Because he, I mean, his, his eyes turn to dinner plates. <laughs> As soon as he hit him with the left hand and, and Charles Martin just kind of stood there, he, st he stood tall and he kind of just looked into the crowd and I'm like, wow, it really, really railed him, man. I mean, you got some shots, man, that'll shake you up and, you know, make you uh, uh, kind of pause at life for a second. That's that was one of those shots. And, uh, you know, he finished him. He did his he did his business. So congratulations. Luis Ortiz knocks out Charles Martin. And uh you know, we're, we're, it's interesting to see uh, what's up in the horizon for uh, Luis Ortiz if he keeps winning. You know, he might face Anthony. Definitely, definitely might face Alexander Usyk. But he got to see the number two, I guess. We'll see. You know, Philip Hergovich is a, a, a fighter that's being, you know, looked at as one of the um, future champs. At least uh, they believe that he can 
definitely attain a, a championship in one of these sanctioning bodies. So we're going to go ahead and uh, get a little bit more into the card that we just saw last night. And uh, I guess we could roll into what I started watching, which is the uh, Johnny Rice versus Michael Polite Coffee matchup. A matchup that we were waiting for, you know, here on TBV. We've had uh, Mike Polite Coffee on here. Good friends with the man. Uh, Nesta Gibbs actually uh, has some sparring with Michael Polite Coffee. And I'm saying with the big man. And, uh, you know, we know that he has punching power. We know that he can box. But we don't. What we know now is that for some reason, Johnny Rice has the formula. He has a formula. He was able to do it again, champs. Johnny Rice wins over Michael Polite Coffee. How did it happen, you say? I'll tell you how it happened. Same thing I was saying about Charles Martin, being able to use the power hand, but in a way where he's not throwing it straight, where you could kind of get it blocked by the Philly shell. You go over that shoulder, and it's an overhand right. Really, that's what it really is. It's not the wild overhand right, but it's 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 more an overhand than a straight right. And when you start to throw that punch in that way, you can start to get over that 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 shoulder that a lot of the uh, you know boxing style fighters will put up in order to kind of block out the uh, the power hand. So you know that's what happened last night. Johnny Rice does it to Michael Polite Coffee, man, and I just didn't know at a time. I mean, I seen the guys that they were they were kind of sluggish. The action wasn't uh, super fast-paced. And, uh, you know, it was, it was a slow-tempoed fight. Every now and then you'll get, you know, you'll get a, like a little burst out of Mike Polite Coffee. And um, he would try to come in and maybe touch up Johnny Rice on the inside. But Johnny Rice, man, listen, you can say what you want to say. You really can. You can say what you want to say, but... You know, the man knows how to use what he what he has, his natural attributes. Attributes that, you know, you should try to take advantage of. The the the, the amount of range that Johnny put between Mike and himself was key to that win. That long left hand, that jab hand, just touching here, touching there. And every now and then he would just touch and then one, two, right down the pipe. And I'll see that for, for 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 a replay if you guys get a chance. Johnny Rice, when he starts to throw the one-twos, the way he throws his right hand and goes over that Philly shell shoulder. Very key. Very key to his success in this fight. Johnny Rice, you know, super huge heavyweight. Uh, Mike Polite, super huge heavyweights. You know, both guys have, I mean, 80-inch plus reaches and uh, are some heavy guys. So, you know, every time these guys crack each other, that's, there's some real energy <laughs> going through. And uh, Michael Polite Coffee kept leaning, you know, and he would switch up too. Michael Polite Coffee likes to switch. Um, I don't know if there's some real planning to it. Excuse me. I don't know if there's some real planning to it or there's just some type of, uh, you know, so just some type of offsetting that he does, you know. Maybe he just likes to uh, uh, kind of, you know, switch up and maybe kind of make the other guy think more, you know. But um, I would like it to be with more structure. And what I mean by that is that there has to be a plan. 
there has to be a plan when you switch these styles. You you, you can't just switch the style and then kind of try to figure things out because you'll find yourself um, thinking too much. You know, and as a coach, you, know, you got to have a game plan. If you're doing something, do it with purpose. And uh, I didn't really see too much purpose when he did it. Uh, I'm not in the fighter's mind, obviously. So, you know, being so tired and the way they look, uh, they definitely, definitely were, you know, they were they were tired. Mike Polite Coffee. Who's that? Intrigue. What up, champ? Do me. Do you know the show isn't on Skypey? Wow. Look at this guy. Well, um, actually, it is not on Skypey. Let me get Skypey on. All righty then. Thank you for that intrigue. You already know. I'm out here trying to Voltron this whole majig. Trying to uh this whole thing majig. All right. Uh, I think I'm signed in now. So it was probably because it wasn't signed in. I'm obviously on a new laptop. Johnny Rice does his thing. Come on. He knocked out. I mean, he, he he didn't stop Mike Polite, even though for a second I thought he was because it was getting scary there when, you know, uh, Mike would just kind of lean, lean on the ropes and welcome him to hit him more. I didn't know what I was getting at first. You know, obviously, sometimes they, uh, you know, they can absorb punches. Fighters can absorb punches and kind of get the other guy tired. And if you're defending intelligently, I'm all with it, you know, if you're defending intelligently. But some of these shots were getting through. And I didn't like that, you know. I didn't like that at all. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't like that he was uh, welcoming him, and and you know, high guard can work, but he was splitting right down down the middle. Johnny Rice was able to split that high guard that Michael Polite Coffee was putting out, and uh, it wasn't really working. You know, he was he was getting touched up, and the swelling began on the left side of his face, and you know when you're slipping punches, you know you slipping. I know y'all see me if y'all visual. I'm, I'm moving my head side to side. So when you're slipping like this and moving forward, you can slip punches, still cover ground, and get to your target. But I wasn't seeing that. What I would see is that Johnny Rice would jab, and instead of moving forward, slipping punches, you know, when a jab's coming in you linear, you slip left, you slip right, you know? A fist-sized a fist, uh, uh, movement or a glove, you know, a boxing glove-sized movement. You don't need too much. And I didn't see that. What I would see is he would bend, you know, he would bend his uh, waist at the waist. He would bend. And when he would bend on, at the waist, he would expose his whole left side. And when you're fighting a guy that knows how to use his range and as tall as Johnny Rice, you don't want to bend because remember, gravity's for them. They're punching down on you. So all he has to do is just punch down. And when you are leaning you know, I know y'all see Floyd Mayweather. He's the man, but not everybody's Floyd. <laughs> and not every situation is going to play like that. So when you got the Philly shell and you're bending at the waist all the way down, you know, it's like you fold. It's like you're going to touch your toes. You know what I'm talking about. When you do that with a taller guy, you're giving him even more power for him to come down with his punches because you're le literally leaning down. So now he could even leverage more to punch down. And you're already halfway to the floor. Because you are bending down. So if you, if, it, and it's very uncomfortable to keep a high guard up there and then bend down, you know, and it wasn't working for him. I really, really didn't, uh, you know, I didn't appreciate that he was getting hit like that at times, you know, because of that same. And there was no adjustments 
um, you know, coming from the corner. Um, I'm surprised that, that they weren't able to see this, you know, that, that, that this was one of the, well, if not the punch that was really hurting uh, Mike Polite was that overhand right. And, of course, if you if you go ahead and, um, you know, bend at the waist, you're giving that guy the opportunity to just crash down on you. Uh, well, guys, let me know if uh, Skype is back on now with the um, with the show. Obviously, you know, there's still a few things that need to be worked out here on my end so that I can have callers and um, have everything set up the right way. So excuse me. Apologies for that. Let me just check now the Skypey. Let's go, champ. Who's on the super chat? All right. Who that? Is that the big the big Pescal? Uh, the big fish? Big fish Vega on the super chat says, My voice is cracking from cheering at the fights. Energy was great inside the building. Hoping for more big fights here in South Florida. Shout out to Big Fish, man. He was present. Big Fish Vega. Big Fish Davidian says Earl Spence Jr. is who got his man down. All right, champ. Oh, ah. When's that fight taking place? Rice got Coffee's number. Yeah, it definitely does, man. It looks like Rice already knows, you know, what it takes, uh, you know, to beat uh, a Michael Polite Coffee, man. It's kind of crazy, man, because, you know, we're, you know, we're, we, we, we're real cool with Mike. We feel like, you know, he got it in him. But um, it just might be Johnny Rice, you know, that style. I mean, it could probably be duplicated, obviously, if uh, there's a tall ranger guy out there. But, you know, it's development, man. As a fighter, you're constantly developing. You know, you have to be able to uh, make <laughs> Big Fish Vegas on the Super Chat. He says Big Fish Mafia. Everybody got the Big Fish. It's a bunch of Big Pescals running around on the TBV live chat. Let's go, champ. Yeah, so um, Johnny Rice take, takes care of business. Johnny motherfudging Rice. Coming out of, you know, out of I feel too, man. You know, it's not like we were going crazy for Johnny Rice before the, these fights. So shout out to uh, Johnny Rice for taking care of business. All right. What, all, what more can I say about that fight, really? It was... Uh, it was interesting to me, and uh, of course, I got questions. I got questions now. What exactly is going to be going on as Johnny Rice uh, starts to face uh, some more top guys? You know, Johnny Rice definitely has the size, man. He 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 can be a dangerous heavyweight. Obviously, the one problem I did have, man, is that these guys were were looking real tired. They were looking like. Like they couldn't breathe, you know. At times they were just kind of standing in front of each other, and I think it was a lot of movement, obviously, for for guys that are that big. I guess you got to give Tyson Fury his props, man. Being that big and being able to move the way he does is it's incredible. When you start to see these other guys, shout out to Arthur Hawkins. What up, Champy? We out here. We out here. All right. Uh, what else was another fight? Oh, yeah, let's get into the, um, I think the Frank Sanchez fight versus uh, Christian Hammer. Yeah, what about that? <laughs> None of you guys thought that Christian Hammer was going to be in there all 12 rounds. And if you did, let me know on the super chat or a live chat. Let me know. 
let me know, man, if you really thought that uh, Christian Hammer was going to go all 12 rounds, you know, with the Canelo team, you know, heavyweight, trained by elite Ray, trainer, Eddie Reynoso. So, you know, I didn't expect. I actually thought that, you know, he would be able to finish the business and uh, put away a Christian Hammer, but got to start looking at Christian, at least for this fight, a little different. He really, really showed, you know, durability. He got caught a few times, laughed it off a few times. And, um, you know, he 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 proved he proved to be a durable guy for that fight, man. I really didn't think he'd go all 12 rounds. Frank Sanchez, so however, you got to give him the, the, the credit, you know, Cuban-style boxing. He was able to have patience throughout, throughout the whole fight, you know, to consistently, you know, pepper Christy Hammer with some shots. There was, uh, I guess, one time where sort of like an elbow push down where Christian Hammer fell. Me so Christian Hammer fell, and, uh, you know, for half a second, I thought it was knocked up. But I'm like, no, 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 no. That was a push down. Definitely was a push down. And the guy, you know, the guy maintained his uh, discipline. Boxed, boxed. Christian Hammer tried so many times to uh, – you know, rally up and and do something, you know, but it, it didn't really have no uh, no strategy. It really didn't have no strategy at all. You know, when you're trying to come in on a guy like Frank Sanchez, you got to be able to uh, press press that that distance, put pressure on him, but attack when 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 you're only sure that you're going to be able to land. Because Frank Sanchez, he could box off that back foot, man. He could be, you know out of range in a second. And uh, he was doing that throughout the entire fight with Christian Hammer. I mean, literally the whole fight. Frank Sanchez was, you know, he was boxing pretty damn good, man. You know, if uh, if I was to say that it, that it impressed me, it impresses me when a, when a guy can stay disciplined and he can go ahead and, uh, you know, win in a decisive decision, obviously, you know. It was a unanimous decision, and uh, it was. I think the scorecards were a hundred to eighty-nine. So, you know, he was cruising. He was on cruise control. Sanchez, you know, was like, okay, this guy wants to. He wants to attack. I'm gonna box him. And he was able to do that. One twos, hooks. He just showed a few, you know, tools that I think can take him uh, into some pretty high-profile fights and and. And maybe he 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 can uh, beat some of the top guys. Excuse me. So we uh we give the dub to Frank Cuban Flash Sanchez over uh, Christian Hammer. Christian Hammer, man. <laughs> Again, bro. This this is the type of thing that you know you just never know when a guy's done. You know, it wasn't super impressive, obviously. Christian Hammer, uh, you know, he tried and it was durable. But, you know, when you got a guy like Frank Sanchez, you want to make a statement. It wasn't a statement. It wasn't a statement. And uh, let me see. We got my man Christian Hammer. And I think that, uh, okay. Yeah, okay, turn on the hash protection. I don't even know what just happened right now to the computer. Okay, we're in the computer. Sorry, guys. But, um... Yeah, Christian Hammer, 
he lost the okay, he lost to Huey Fury by retiring in the corner. So lost to Tony Yoka. Well, Tony Yoka, unanimous decision. So you know, you, you already know what you're getting with a Christian hammer. You know, he's fought some tough guys. Okay. He fought Luis Ortiz too. He's fought Luis Ortiz, lost by unanimous decision. Okay. He lost to Alexander Povetkin. He lost to Tyson Fury. Man, Christian Hammer's seen a lot of guy, top guys, man. Some of your favorite fighters. He's fought some, some, <laughs> some big guys, man. Nine losses, 26 wins, but uh, he's lost to um, top guys. But, you know, the, the, what's interesting to me is that, you know, he's, He's uh, he's able to you know stay in the fight and create some type of problems. But Frank Sanchez, you tell me, did he look good? Did you expect more from Frank Sanchez? What did you think? I'll be honest with you. I'm gonna I'm I'm happy with this. I don't, I'm happy with this card. I mean, we got some other fights to cover, but I, I just gotta ask, you know, because this is one of the uh, topics that that was kind of roaming around the chat, you know, roaming around. Uh, some boxing circles that I know. So let me ask the question now again. Now that you saw the fight, right? Was the Fox pay-per-view Luis Ortiz, right? Versus Charles Martin. Charles Prince Charles Martin. So was the Fox pay-per-view Luis Ortiz versus Charles Martin card worth? The 40 bucks. <gasps> what did you say, Doomy? I don't want I didn't want to pay for this fight. What are you? You're one of those guys that, that, that has a link. You didn't want to pay up for some good fights. Shame. Shame. Okay, I'm gonna put the poll out. Was the box pay-per-view Lewis versus Lewis Ortiz versus Charles Martin worth? Forty dollars worth forty bucks. I mean, tell me the truth. Don't lie. No me mientas. You know, and, and and don't troll me. Be honest with me. Because you know, they these these fights uh, don't come too often. You never see. You're gonna see now. When's the next time you're gonna see a, a heavyweight uh, card like this? You know, you're not gonna see it in a while. I'm telling you. So let me just put it out there. Polls up. Let's go, champ. I'm asking the community. Polls up. Asking, ask, and ask again. All right. Boom. Poll up. Who else we got on the super chat? Anybody else that I might have missed? Nah. All right. So the poll is up on the live chat if you're tuning in with us. Thank you for tuning in on our Sunday flagship show. You're here with Alex Doomsday Linus on the Boxing Voice TBV. Hit that like button, that little thumbs up. Yeah. Hit that thumbs up and quickly jump over to the subscribe button and the notification bell. The triple attack, y'all. Killer combo, triple combo. Don't take too much. And it's a great way to support the channel and a great way for you to get some exclusive content every day. Monday through Fridays, we're live at 9 a.m. So, uh, you know, 9 a.m. Eastern time. So hit those three clicks, support the show, 
so you could be chilling for show. All right. Let's get into the uh, – I think we're, we've talked enough about uh, Johnny Rice and Michael Polite. So we've covered Luis Ortiz, Michael Polite, and um, Frank Sanchez versus uh, a Christian Hammer, which to me, you know, it was a little boring. I, look, I can't give all the, all the credit, right? You know, it was a little boring at times. You know, even the the the, the Johnny Rice and, uh, you know, Johnny Rice and, 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 and Michael Polite Coffee, even at certain pockets, you know, you would have that kind of pause because the men were exhausted. But it was it was understood why why they weren't throwing. You know, they were exhausted and they were giving you a lot of volume for some uh, heavyweights. So, yeah. Let's see if uh, – oh, yeah, man. Shout out to Canelo, man. El, el mero mero. El gallo. You know, shout out to him. He was there in full support of Frank Sanchez. My man had the PJs on. Bro, this guy's this guy's chilling. This guy loves life. He wanted to be comfortable. He was I don't know if those were the Dolce Cabana joints, but yeah, he was in silk pajamas at the event. I think he was with wifey. And he looked like he was having a good time, man. And he he gets he gets really into the uh, fights of his uh, stablemates. He gets into them, man. He's shooting the, uh, you know what? Uh, he's shooting uh, directions and, and 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 strategies from where he's sitting. And he's telling you know Frank Sanchez throw the uppercut, do this, do that. So you know it was cool to see him, and and it's cool to see how that 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 stable supports each other. You know these guys come to see each other's fights. And uh, it was just cool to have, you know, Canelo out there doing his thing, hanging out and putting putting eyes on the card. Right. You know, a lot of people probably probably tuned in. Oh, shit, Canelo's there. Oh, oh, oh. even from buying tickets. Oh, shit, Canelo going to be there. Yeah, I'm going to take that. I'm going to take that. What Dr. The Zone says Ortiz versus Tension. <laughs> You talking about intention to do the Mayweather fart? What are you saying, champ? Let's see. Let's see if you're kidding me. Are you kidding me? You kidding me, man? All right. Let's see. Let's get into uh, some of the other fights that happened. And again, guys, you know, I I started with the Johnny Wright's Michael Polite coffee fight. That's the way I was able to see it. Um, obviously, there were some other fights. You had uh, El Gallo Negro. You know, uh, versus I think I think my man's name is Ali Eren Demirazen. All right, so I hope I got it right for the culture. Ali Eren Demirazen, and he, he you know he he got a big victory over uh, Gerald Washington. Man, this is what I'm telling you. You know, you you might have uh, been rooting for uh, Gerald Washington, but um, it happened the other way. And Ali, obviously. Um, a Turkey native. Um, he's been in there with F.A. Jagba, you know. He lost to F.A. It was unanimous, though. Uh, it's not really too much. Okay. What are we doing here? Looks like, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't see anybody really notable that I know in Ali's resume that, you know, would have gave me, like, the idea that, he would win over Gerald Washington. Wow. That's nuts. And I, and I tell you the truth. I don't, you know, Gerald Washington is a hell of a fighter. You know, he gets in there, does the business. But um, 
he's had some uh, some tough losses, you know. And when we first saw Joe Washington coming onto the scene, I mean, I was excited about him. You know, I think that his size and his ability, his athleticism, I think he was a football player too. So, you know, the athleticism transitioned. And, uh, you know, I think that Joe Washington really needed that win. You know, he, he he's a two, I think two, two, four over his previous last six fights. So he's had some setbacks. And, uh, you know, what are you going to do? You know, you take another loss to a guy like, you know, Ali Eren Demirazin. I'm sorry, but like, you know, he's not really notable, known. So when you got guys that are beating you and they're not known at all, it looks kind of bad, you know. I'm not saying that it can't happen. It's going to happen what happens. Uh, but he walked them down. De- Demi Rezen walked him down and uh, he stopped them. 27, uh, 27 second in the eighth round. So it was a 10 rounder. It was going into the distance. I guess you guys can probably tell me a little bit more about who was winning the fight up until then. But uh, yeah, Al Mack, what up, champ? Champ. Yeah, man, we'll know about the skip on Monday, man. I'm holding down the fort. We out here. We sailing the boat. TBV fam, and uh, we're talking uh, Luis Ortiz knocks out Charles Martin, and of course, uh, some other boxing matchups on this card, and uh, we'll get into some more uh, boxing for this month. Um, you know, we started the 2022 calendar, so there's some some bouts that are coming soon. So uh, we're gonna talk about some of that too. Now, Gerald, uh, he said hippies can fight too. Yeah, man, anybody can fight. Anybody can fight now. Not anybody. Can anybody box? Anybody could throw a fist, but can anybody box? All right. So um, we go ahead and give it to uh, your man's Victor Faust, who outlasted La, La Iago Kiladez. You know, and this was a fast fight, dude. Like if you guys didn't know, you know, guys didn't didn't watch it. This fight took off. Like a like a Ferrari. Straight up. Now uh, the first round of the scheduled eight rounder, false dropped Iago. Hit him with a left hook, and uh, you know moments later you got Iago dropping false. And I don't think false had ever been dropped. Hit him with a counter, right to the button, and then nineteen seconds later. A quick left hook drops Killadez again, Iago. And also it was it was it was it was a fast paced fight, man. Some might even say it was the first round of the year. How memorable was it? I saw just the highlight, but I mean it wasn't like the fight went 12 rounds, you know what I'm saying? Pause's <laughs> left eyebrow was I was cut by an overhand right. And uh I think that was 27 seconds into the uh into the uh in the first round. So, you know, there was a lot of action happening. And you know, you got to give credit to this card. It gave you some action, man. Gave you some action. And I think we had two fights that were uh non-heavyweight fights. And I think those turned out to be well too. And and you know, I'll say it, you know, I didn't see I didn't get to see those fights. Um, got to read up on a little bit of them, but I didn't actually get to see them. And uh, I'm 
pretty sure I'm gonna go back and check some of the some of the fights out because you know uh, some of these fights were not expected to be good fights, and I think that they turned out to have some sensational moments. Um, if you guys caught the Frank Martin versus Romero Dono Duno, <laughs> you got to see uh, you know Martin uh, you know stop Ro- Romero Duno. And I know that Duno had fought some guys that, you know, we were talking about. I think uh, Brian Garcia, wasn't he supposed to uh, fight a Duno at one point? I'll check that out. I think I'm, I think I'm right. Romero Duno. And, you know, he's a durable guy. Yeah, that was him. Definitely Romero Duno. Judo, no. And, uh, yeah, he lost. He lost to Ryan Garcia. He got KO'd by Ryan. So, you know, uh, I guess we didn't expect too much, but it was a sensational stoppage. Well, you know, and, and that's what we want. That's what we want. We want uh, uh, we want action-packed fights. And that's what we got. And uh, what? who else was on the card that was memorable enough to, uh, you know, talk about? I know Ness sometimes don't talk about some of these other guys because – He's like, who the fuck is that guy? But uh, at the end of the day, you know, if the uh, if the fight was action packed, even though it's not a high profile fight, you got to give credit, man. Got to give credit. And I think that's about it. I don't know if I'm missing a fight, another fight there. I don't know for a fact that there might be another fight. Maybe I don't know. I think the the other fight was the. Um, the non the non uh, heavyweight fights that they had. Uh, I think the guy's uh, name was. Let's see. No, I think that was it. Martin versus Dono. Yeah, I think they had an undercard. I didn't get to see the undercard either, so I'm not going to speak on it too much. But uh, Luis Ortiz gets the KO. Man, I'm excited for the Cuban champ. You know, well he will be on his way to being a champ if everything pans out for him. Now, uh. Let's get into the calendar a little bit, right? A little bit. Just a little bit. A little bit. Boxing fights uh, for this uh, month. I think the um, the one that's closest is probably going to be January 7th. I think that's Luis Nunez versus Carlos Arriata. And I know sometimes, you know, the uh, lower weight classes might not give as much attention, but I feel like you know, we need to talk a little bit about it the next uh, boxing event. And uh, maybe we could find some um, good opportunities to make some uh, bank, a few ducats, you know. So you got Luis Reynaldo Nunez. And, uh, of course, you know, if you guys don't know, this is a super bantamweight fight. So, uh, you know, if you don't know too much about the the fighters on this i guess you ain't a hardcore but guess what we're gonna talk about them we're gonna familiarize you with them you know super bantam weight got some heavy hitters obviously steven fulton he's a wbo champ merle john akamadaliev he's got the ibf and um steven fulton again with the wbc merle john akamadaliev wba so what does this mean you say for uh Luis Nunez. What does it mean? He's 13. Wow. He's 13. 
in the WBA. So uh, this matchup is interesting to me. Carlos Narriata. Okay. I mean, I gotta see. You know me, man. I'm not too too familiar also with the um with the super bantamweights, but what I can say here is that there's a it's a, this is a good matchup in a sense that you know uh it's a little bit of Latino rivalry, I guess, that can be kind of put on this, you know, Puerto Rico versus Dominican Republic. You know, Carlos Arriata is Puerto Rican, Luis Nunez is uh Dominican. And this fight's going to be happening at the Caribe Royale Orlando in Orlando. So shout out to Florida, man, putting on some good fights, you know. Caribe Royale Orlando in Orlando, Florida. So for all my Florida peeps that are looking to, you know, possibly catch another boxing event in Florida, if you're near the Orlando area, you got the uh, fight happening on Friday, the 7th, January. In our 2022 boxing calendar, you got it happening at the Caribe Royale, Orlando, in Orlando, Florida. Uh, you got my man uh, Sam Likowicz on the promotion and a TNK boxing promotion. Shout out to you guys. Uh, it's going to be on Showtime. Showtime. And uh, I think there's going to be some good fights in there. I mean, look again. We're not super familiar, or maybe I'm just not super familiar with these guys, but, you know, these guys are action-packed. These guys can definitely uh, bring some good fights, high-paced fights. So, you know, again, I'm opening my mind a little more into the lower weight division so I can get a better um, a better understanding of what really, really is going on in these uh, lower weight classes that, that we don't really appreciate as we should. Well, some of us don't, right? I appreciate fighters in all weight divisions. Um, obviously, it's just by, by you know, not by nature, but by by story, I guess. Story's always been that the heavyweights, you know, attract the most attention, and those are the fighters that usually get the most uh, views. But, um, you know, in the last 15, 20 years, probably, well, 10, 10 15 years, the welterweight division has been, uh, I guess, one of the marquee divisions. So, yeah, that's the card on January 7th. Again, can't talk super too much on it unless you guys want to talk more about it. Um, let me just go to the super chat real quick. And I'm going to check up on that poll too, man. I'm trying to see if y'all really uh, disappointed, you know, or did you get your money's worth? What's up? The main event was worth it. The rest of the night was bullshit. Damn, Arthur. How you going to say it's bull? You thought it was bull, man? Let me know why you thought it was bull. <laughs> Don't just tell me it was bull, champy. Let's see. All right. Al Max, shout out to you. J Rose, shout out to you. My blood type R firm. What up, champy? Luis Reyes, vamos, campeón. RD in the building. Ronald Finkley. Champ. Michael Fabian. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Ja the real welcome to the contender i'm gonna have to hit you with the uh ultra combo acapella sound but i don't got my soundboard ultra combo there you go that's for Ja the real welcome to the contender he is a member and if you guys don't know how to be a member well all it takes is for you to click that join button right next to the uh subscribe button 
that is also right next to the notification bell. When you hit that join button, you'll be uh, transferred over to uh, our membership page on YouTube where you can pick out of three tiers that we have. Hit them up. Three different price points and uh, exclusivity on each tier. Check it out. You get to use the emojis on the live chat. Got your badge icons letting you know uh, how long you've been uh, on the team for membership, loyalty badges, and all that. So, yeah, hit that button if you want to see what that's all about. we got 83 watching right now, 83 thumbs up, man. We moving on up. We living. We loving boxing. Uh, who else is on the super chatty? Nobody else. All right. So, yeah, we're talking about the January 7th card. Check it out. Got Luis Nunez and uh, my man's Carlos Arriata from Puerto Rico. So it's Puerto Rico DR in this uh, contention. Now, let me just make sure. It is super bad. I'm Okay. And let me just check this out, too, because I don't know why they have it. They have it on. Hmm. This is interesting. Want to know what division? What division is this fight truly happening? Because honestly, I don't know where. Um, hmm, what 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 weight division it was approved on? I don't know if it's feather. This is a feather contest, yeah. So it's not a super bantam weight. Are these guys going up in weight, or am I confused here? We have, we have, yeah, I think we have a featherweight contest. That's exactly what this is, guys. So it looks like these guys might have moved up in weight. I'm going to have to check this out. Because Super Bantam is 122. And as the rankings show, it's definitely Luis uh, Nunez and the uh, WBA sanctioning body. So I'm gonna say that this this fight just carried up into another weight division, you know. Unless our rankings on TBB.com, theboxingvoice.com, need to be updated. But yeah, it's showing as a, a featherweight contest in the in the uh, box rec. So I'm just gonna say it's a featherweight contest. It's been approved for a featherweight contest. So I'm, I'm gonna have to roll with it. I'm gonna have to roll with it. And this will be a high action pack fight. You already know what we're getting. These guys are going to be uh, doing the do, fast punching, combinations, the whole nine. So, and then again, you know, it's just another fight on the Saturday, on the Friday. Um, it is on a Friday, not on a Saturday. So, uh, you know, we'll be getting some Friday night boxing. I don't think we have anything for that Saturday on the 8th. Could be wrong. I'd have to go in and check to see what's going on, but yeah, man. Uh, what else do we have in the in the future for uh, the boxing schedule? Okay, well, there's a ton of stuff happening. I don't want to go too far into the future because you know we talk we talk the topics uh, week by week, and uh, I'd rather talk about what's immediately ahead of us, and it's that uh, you know Luis Nunez versus Carlos Arriata. I could check. And uh, maybe see if there's anything going on. But I don't think that there's anything else going on this Saturday. Let me know. I might be wrong. You already know. I'm not perfect. I'm not perfect. Let's see if we go to the Super Chatties real quick. That's right. Ronald Finkley. Champs in the building. 
Arthur Hack, what up? Do me all those fighters seem to be out of shape once the fights got started. Robert Wadlow, yeah, man. Yo hablo español. Yo hablo español. Yo falo portugués un poquito tan bon. Uh, I could probably hit you with a little Hindi. All right. So, yeah, I like language. I definitely, definitely can talk Spanish. Uh, if you didn't know, I do the translations here on TBV when we have uh, Spanish speaking um, uh, interviews. So shout out to you, Rob, uh, Robert Wadlow. Spence like friendly competitors. I'm a tiger to all of them. Okay. Vamos campeón. What else can we talk about, man? They have a they have listen, I, let me check out this poll, man. Uh, you know, I let it ride for a little while. It's been up there a little over 20 minutes. Was the Fox pay-per-view Luis Ortiz versus Charles Martin worth the $40? And I'm gonna say, man, I'm a little sad. Polls show right now that 64% were not agreeing to the worth of $40. People do not agree. And this is, of course, you know, this is core, of course, a poll in the in the in the in the TBV universe, right? I don't think uh that it's gonna encompass every last opinion, but you know, the people have spoken, the voice of the people, TBV, the number one boxing podcast in the world. So I'm gonna be able to just say that man, the people have spoken. Some of y'all are still not happy. And yeah, some of these guys seemed a little bit out of shape, you know, they're big guys moving around. And uh I'm gonna end the poll, man. You know, 70 30. That's already too decisive. Uh 63 37. Okay. Listen, man, it's important you hit this poll. I need to know if it was worth it or not. I mean, I need to know if I'm just this big, you know, boxing junkie that doesn't care about what they give me. I just want it, you know. I don't want to be that guy either. I want to I want I want I want to be able to value and uh no, I want to be able to see the value in what my money is being spent on. You know. Of course I love boxing. I can I can I can watch two fucking cats uh slap box and I'm and I'm going to see some strategy in there and I'm going to get excited about it, you know. That's the type of stuff I mean, you know, fighting period is what I like, but I need to be able to see it through other eyes and Obviously, as a consumer, you want to be able to uh, get the most value for your for your buck. And I want to just want to make sure they're giving it to us, man. And I'm not just being this happy go jolly uh, boxing fan. I don't want it to work like that. You know, last quarter we did get hit with a lot of pay per views. A lot of money was spent by the consumer, subscriptions, pay per views, a lot of stuff that adds up. So you know, I thought that maybe that was just the main reason why people were upset that they were they were being charged, what it was. But you had some heavyweights. Obviously, these guys need to get paid. And um, you know, I think Ortiz at the end of the day, with you know pay per view uh, percentages, I think, and everything else, was going to make some uh, projected one point five. And uh, Charles Martin, I think he was projected with all the bells and whistles to make seven fifty. So, um. I mean, they got paid. They got paid pretty well, and uh, the view, the viewership was pretty good. I mean, we could talk about the viewership. You know, we could talk about the attraction that uh, Louis Ortiz versus Charles Martin gave us. You know, because that's another way. That's another way to actually see if these numbers are true. I'm talking about the poll. Yeah, I just did. <laughs> 
I want to know if this if it's truly you know the, the the opinion of the public that that it wasn't worth it. Luis Ortiz versus Charles Martin. Uh, I think I think the numbers are just too early to come out with numbers. You know, maybe viewership viewership we can get. Don't pay per view numbers coming out no time soon. Let's see if we can maybe come up with something. You know. I'll go. All right. I guess it's too early to get any numbers in. It just happened. Way too early. So the numbers will come in soon. And we'll be able to talk about that and see if uh, truly this this card was, you know, a card that wasn't uh, successful. This card, to me, was successful. And it gave me some action. And I were top top of the calendar on the first. I'm getting a full heavyweight bout. Stop playing with me. Stop playing with me. All right. Let's see if we can get into uh, some of the callers. I'm actually going to try to bring some of y'all in right now. You know, uh, uh, I've been trying to uh, get this uh, call thing together. But Dumatron, uh, you know, obviously didn't have the equipment for it so that's why the skip is always uh running the boat and uh he wasn't prepared for something like this so dumatron literally had to you know take control on the fly so let me just get these callers um these callers ready give me a segundo i'm gonna try to bring on skype i know y'all got a lot to say i want to hear more about what what it is that this card didn't give or maybe you feel like it did give i want to see if it was worth our money you know we're entering entering the new calendar you know and we want to know what we're spending our money on i need to know i need to know what kind of money i'm being i'm spending and what kind of quality of fights they're giving me i got subscriptions up the wazoo I got subscriptions here, subscription there. I got a pay-per-view today. I got a pay-per-view tomorrow. You know, these 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 boxing promotions, and they don't think about that. They don't think that that the that boxing consumer is not only going to buy from the zone or only going to buy from, from ESPN. We're buying from all of you. At what point am I going to get some consolidation here so I don't have to shell out a, a car payment a month on, 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 on the sport that I love? Yeah, you know, starting to get a little angry, guys. J Rose, shout out to you, Duminator. Call you, call me Wazoo. Come on. All right. So I'm gonna bring some of the callers on. I'm gonna end this poll. All right, it's getting worse. 62% said no, 38% said yes. So anybody that wanted the yes to win, uh, you're you're too late, or your fellow uh yes comrades are not 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 paying attention to the poll. It's sixty two percent said no, thirty eight percent said yes. So uh, almost a, a third or forty percent said yes. So we got close, but some of you are still a little a little angry. All right, who can he beat? All right, and uh, obviously you guys can tell me too about the fights. You know, Luis Ortiz. I know that you know I mentioned the whole old thing, but. I think he's still got a lot of a lot of life in the in the heavyweight division. And it is the division that can carry age much better than the other ones. 
Chase Mullen, yeah, Champy, he is okay. You know, he's all right. He's in good health. You know, just a little bit um, unattainable right now. I communicate with the bro, and uh, hopefully Monday, you know, we will hear some good news of his return. The king has returned. Call him King Leonidas, King Loch Nessie. He'll be back, man. He's gonna be. Okay, okay. We're going to keep the show moving and grooving. Bernie G, what up? Let's go, champ, man. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah, Joseph, man. Like I said, champion, I already said it. We'll know tomorrow. The champ is all right. Okay, so let me just jump into these calls, bro. I'm, I've been, I've been, I've been uh, putting off right now. Give me a segundo. Give me a segundo, mundo. I want to hear what y'all got to say. Let's go chant. All right. Let's go to the Skype callers. What the heck? Did I just get signed out again? I don't know why I'm being signed out of my Skype, dog. I don't know why. But uh, sign-in options. Let's see. No. Okay. All right. Well, I get this together for the Skype callers. Um, anybody on the Super Chat... Uh, you want to go ahead and maybe give your opinions? I could read them out real quick. If the polls basically spoke for themselves, right? <laughs> Need to hear from y'all. So I got to get this Skype up. Give me two seconds. I'll have this right up and I'm going to go to the callers. I don't have Block Talk up. So right now, literally, Skype is the only way to come on. So um, give me a second, guys. It's loading. And we got Skype up. All right. Here we go. Bang, bang. USA. All right. Okay. Here we go. Skipperoni. All right. Who's who's on the call? Let's see. Let's see who's on the call. All right. Let's go to the... Uh, Let's go to the PBC back call. All right. Let's see who's on. Let's start the call. All right. Let's see what's going on here. All right. Anybody that's on the PBC call, back call, and uh, even the... Uh, the TBV podcast Skype. All right. If anybody's on the TBV podcast Skype too, if you uh, want to go ahead and call, I know Dom, Dom, I'm, you're probably on there. Twin, you're probably on there. Mayimbe, shout out to Mayimbe, Big Fish Vega. You know, this is how we're doing it. A little unorthodox, obviously, from what uh, we usually do. But uh, right, right about now, if you want to go ahead and call in, the Skype lines are open. You can dial in Alex Linez on Skype, A-L-E-X-L-A-I-N-E-Z. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and put it on the Skype chat so you guys can call. I'm ready to take in these calls. I want your opinion on the heavyweight fights that we've just seen. And um, did you get your money's worth? You know, Did you like the fights? Do you think that Luis Ortiz has a future? Do you think that he can still become a champion? All these questions. 
Okay. Looks like nobody was around on the PBC, right? So, again, Alex Linus on Skype. Let me give y'all that minute. Hit y'all with the cut it. But if y'all come on, you know what I'm saying? Right now, I think that uh, we could probably get some, some more opinions on here. I know y'all don't want to just hear me. Or maybe y'all do. Maybe y'all don't. Maybe I just want to hear what y'all got to say. So let me know. Because right now, you know this is the only way we can get in here. It's through Skype. And, uh, okay, we got Big Fish. Big Fish Vega, you available? Coach Myers, you available? Anybody that's tuning in that has Skype, you can call in. Alex Linez, L-A-I-N-E-Z. If you want to voice your opinion on today's topics, the heavyweight bout that we just saw yesterday, Luis Ortiz conquers and uh, stops Prince Charles Martin in devastating fashion. And uh, was it worth the money? Look, I'm here for you guys so you can voice your opinion. But if you don't have anything to say, you know, I'm going to have to close out on y'all, champs. Hey, what happened? What's going on? All right, let me just go to this chat, see what's going on. Shout out to the whole people. La Verdad, shout out to you. Ronald Fink, yeah, I only know uh, the the uh, the blog talk. Ronald, man, yeah, man, I'm, listen, I'm going to got to get some more equipment for me be, to be able to do that. You know, I was never really able to uh, acquire the equipment needed so that I could, you know, do or back up Ness, you know, in, in moments like this where he, he won't be available. So it was pretty tough for me to even do all this. Uh, luckily, you know, uh, I know I know how to do all this stuff. It's just that I didn't have the equipment for it. So that's why I'm not able to put up blog talk. Um, I'm still, you know, finding a way to do that. Obviously, I'm doing this all by myself. And um, it's, uh, it's not easy when you don't have the equipment. So if you guys want to go ahead and voice your opinion, you can if you do have Skype, you know, and you can uh, you can download Skype, download Skype, uh, make a quick uh, account. It's free. And uh, you can start calling into TBV through Skype. Block Talk, I'll be working on it, of course. I want you guys to call on that. Um, you know, uh, obviously the skip hasn't given me any information on the Block Talk, so I'm not able to pull it up or take care of things. Sarah King. Yeah, man, champ. Listen, he's good, man. He's just unattainable right now. And... Uh, he has to handle some things. So uh, come Monday, we'll know if, uh, you know, he's ready to come back on the show or he still needs more time. Um, you know, just make sure you're tuning in, catching the box and talk. And, uh, you know, the skip will pop up sooner than later. So let's go, champ. Audacity, let's go. Appreciate you, champ, man. You know, man, you guys motivate me a lot, man. It's the reason why I'm on here. I'm doing it because I love the people, you know, and I know that, you know, Shit, man. Every morning we're here. We committed to y'all. And uh, I'm going to be here for y'all in, in the absence of the skip. So hopefully Monday, you know, we get the good news and everything's okay. And he's coming back, ready to attack. But in the meantime, call me Skip Jr. And uh, let's keep this program flowing. Listen, if I can't get nobody on the Skypey, I don't know. I don't know what to do. You know? How am I going to... Uh, 
you know, get more more opinions on what's going on with this uh with this with these bouts and the money and what we're spending. Luis Ortiz, what's going on with him? All the stuff we want to talk about. All right. So I'm again gonna call for the Skype. Anybody that wants to call in, if you're on the uh TBV podcast Skype, you can call me and uh, of course you mute up and I can go down the line with some of you guys if you want to come on. But if you don't call me, I can't get on the call because uh, it's uh, uh, too much of a big group for me to join in and call you guys. You guys, somebody has to call me. Uh, the PBC back call, too. If anybody's on there, you want to speak your mind, let me know. And anybody else that has the Skype number, that's Alex Linez, A-L-E-X-L-A-I-N-E-Z. Let's go, champ. Oh, shout out to my lady, Barbie Pereira. You know, she backs up TBV all the way. Let's go, champ. That's TBV in my cup, champ. I need my soundboard, too. I'm going to have to download that shit. Or, or some way, somehow, screen it across my other computers. AB, I'm telling y'all, man, Monday, tomorrow. Tomorrow, we'll find out more uh, when he's going to be available. Uh, if he needs a little bit more time, I'll let you guys know to take care of the things he's taking care of. But uh, in the meantime, you know, we're going to hold it down for the skip. Yeah, Thurman seems he got his focus back. I mean, we could talk about that, too. Obviously, uh, he's fighting Mario Barrios, I believe, on February 5th. It's, uh, you know, an anticipated uh, return. Funny as it may be, though, like, you know, it's crazy. I, I saw Tim Bradley in a quick clip in every interview. With one of these bo other boxing outfits, and uh, and it was it was funny to me that you know Tim Tim thinks that 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 Thurman just he wants he feels like he could come back to a big fight that he he didn't really need you know to fight a Mario Barrios feels like uh, Keith Thurman's just looking for that money you know he's looking to get those fights and to give the most monies that he knows that he can he can win and I mean I I mean I've seen worse fights. <laughs> You know, and, and, you know, him returning and having the layoff and all the things put together, I can't get mad at Thurman, you know, but I can I can understand the Tim Bradley, who has been a champion himself, fought at the championship level and knows boxing the way he does. Um, skill for skill, he just feels like Thurman probably is that much ahead of Amario Barrios, but it's not a fight that I'm just going to quickly give to a Thurman. Um, a Thurman has been in the layoff so long. So, yeah, shout out to Thurman. He's looking good, though. You know, he's looking healthy. He's uh, he's not easy work, you know, right now. A lot of guys, you know, when they saw him get a little clipped with Jose Cito Lopez, he's like, oh, my God, look. Oh, but nah, man. The, uh, what is it? The, uh, the Rocky, they call him the Rocky. But I forgot what I don't. I don't want to call him the Stockton Rocky. Then I'm saying a totally different city. But Jose Cito's a tough dude. And uh, look, man, both dudes coming off of losses and Keith's layoff. Yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense, man. We haven't seen one time in a while, right? We need to see that one time knockout in order for us to start believing again. I mean, listen, when Keith Thurman first came out the gate, y'all were on him, you know. We was out there like, yo, he got the gears, you know, at the time he was driving that Mustang. He got gears. 
first times we went out to uh uh to Keith's gym. You know, we knew he had gears. He's a smart fighter. He was KOing guys. And then you start to fight these guys that are higher level, you're not going to knock them out, you know? You're not going to knock out every guy. I mean, look look at uh, Tank Davis. He just faced uh, some adversity with Isaac Cruz. I mean, whether or not you want to believe his hand was hurt at that round in the beginning, and it was all, you, you can't take it from him. You know, he faced the guy that pushed him. He couldn't knock him out. There's some guys that you're just not going to knock out. They won't go away. They don't want to go away. A lot of heart and grit in some of these fighters. Now, um, let's see what the, what the super chatty is saying. Give me a segundo as I pull this up. Yeah. Keith Thurman. Let's see where, where we at with Keith. All right. Pardon me. Oh, me working with the computer from 1933. No, just kidding. <laughs> All right. So, uh, guys, listen, man, I'm really trying to get some of you. Uh, whoa, you got my twin that just started speaking and shit. I'm trying to get some of you guys on for the for the for the calling, man. It looks like no one is calling the Skype. Nobody want to talk to talk. All right. Oh, all right. So I'm just going to leave it at this, you know. We're going to go ahead and um, just uh, touch a little bit on what we talked about before, you know. Yeah, man, I'm trying to hit him with the Falcon Punch. Falcon Punch. Josh Taylor. Okay, yeah, see, I wanted to get into other topics. Why are you hating, champion? Nobody. Any info on Mayweather exhibiting in Dubai? Who's he fighting? Um... I haven't really gotten into um, who exactly that is going to be. <laughs> I know I saw something, you know, flying around saying that he was going to make a comeback. Ugh, I don't know how true that is. But maybe it is, right? No. It's supposed to be happening in Dubai on the 20th or projected to be the 20th. But who is he fighting? And, and you know it's going to be an exhibition. It's not like he's fighting, uh, uh, you know, that's what he's doing right now. Floyd can fight exhibitions, make money in his retirement, and have uh, have fun. I mean, when you're a boxer, you're a boxer. You don't want to let it go. I mean, if you could be forever young, you'd be fighting forever. That's how much love there, there is, you know, and you got to love what you're doing. You got to love it. Okay. Let's see what we got. Sign into a mirror, a reach publication. When that's again, okay, let me just take that out for a second. Yeah, it's a, it's an exhibition, champs. I mean, look, man, I could get excited. You know, it is Floyd Mayweather, and it's always good to see our American fighter go out and conquer. <laughs> uh, I don't know, I don't know. It's not really saying too much on who he's fighting, so. I don't know who who he's gonna be fighting. Maybe it's some champion from from uh, Asia. You know that's what happened when he fought Tension. So who is he gonna fight this time? I mean, choose your pick. I mean, just choose. Take your pick. Fought Logan Paul. Okay, you know he did pretty well, even though uh, Logan Paul was trying <laughs> to knock his head off. He was able to you know stay in there and. Uh, 
And, uh, you know, weather the storm with a guy that was way bigger than him. You know, Logan Paul might not be a fighter, but he's big. He's strong, young. Tension was, I don't even know what, I thought tension was just like a a, a publicity stunt. The way he, he finished him, man. Three-round exhibition bout. And I think that it earned him about $88 million all in. Do you know what that is? In an exhibition, he went to Japan, fought an MMA star, all right? Tenshin Nasukawa. And he, and for three rounds, champions, garnered $88 million all. Like, I got to know how, how real those numbers are. I mean... That's a lot of money for an exhibition. I don't think anybody's done that. Who else has done something like this? And he continues to do it, man. I mean, you got to give credit to the whole entire team, obviously. The whole entire team is doing their damn thing. But if you really think about it, a three-round exhibition at $88 million all in, you're talking about $29,333,000 around. Now, I don't know what all in means. Obviously, there was a, a certain number, like, I guess a, a purse or an actual pay number that 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 he received. But all in, I'm guessing, with everything that was involved across the board in the negotiation, he made that much money. And, uh, you know, he, he knocked Nasuka onto the canvas. And then, and then they threw the towel in. Like, yeah, it, it was easy work. 88. 88 mil. To get in there with an exhibition, it's, it's just this man's doing some 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 bigger than life things, man. In his retirement, in his retirement, this is ridiculous, and I don't mean to hate. I'm not hating. I'm just like, wow, you know, the power of his marketing is crazy. Yeah, man, eighty-eight million for uh, for an exhibition. That's 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 amazing. You know, you can only give props. And um, I haven't heard anything, too. I haven't heard anything about tension. I mean, I don't follow, um, you know, uh, the MMA world that closely in the Far East. Obviously, we have the UFC here. And ultimately, if you want to be the most elite, you're going to fight in the UFC. So I, I usually stick to the I know they have uh, other leagues and outfits all over the world. Yeah. Okay, so uh, I'm just going to ask one more time. Anybody that wants to call in on Skype, type in Alex, L-A-I-N-E-Z. That's Linez. And uh, call in. I'll bring you on, and uh, you can speak your piece. And uh, tell us how you feel about the uh, card that just happened this Saturday. And uh, you let me know. Let me know what you think. Let me know how much money uh, you're willing to uh, spend on the next month's pay-per-view, you know, is 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 something like this uh, getting you angry, you know? Are you going to maybe clip off some of the subscriptions because it's getting too, too crazy? Let me know. We talked about uh, January 7th card on Friday at the Caribe Royale Orlando in Orlando, Florida. Um, Orlando, Florida again. Listen, there's a lot of fights going on in Florida. A great place to visit. Beautiful weather, so... Definitely a great fight destination. Again, I'm going to go to the Skype. Okay, so no Skypies. What I'm going to do, fellas, is uh, say uh, adios. I'm here in Las Vegas, 
And uh, I'm going to try to, uh, yo, Jay Rhodes. Oh, message retracted. Yeah, Jay Rhodes. Jay Rhodes, get your paws off of mine. Lavarbi is mine. All right, champy. Let's go. All right. So, man, fellas, we are out of here. It's a short show, obviously. Um, I need a little bit more help with the uh, structure right now. I'm doing a lot of things here in Las Vegas, but I'm trying to keep you guys, uh, uh, you know, entertained as much as I can in the absence of the skip. And, um, you know, I'll be asking them more questions, I guess, uh, in tonight or in the morning to see uh, when he's going to return or if we're going to just go ahead and hold it down for him a little longer so that he handles things and takes care of the uh, personal matters that he has. All right. So, again, thank you for tuning in. This is the Boxing Voice podcast radio show on YouTube. You can go ahead and check us out on Apple, uh, Apple on Spotify, and uh, a bunch of other uh, host sites, audio all day. YouTube is our visual. If you like what you were listening to, hit that like button. A simple three clicks to get you the triple attack with us. Hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, and then go ahead and hit that notification bell because if it ain't shaking, you ain't baking with us. Today, tomorrow, any other time, we go live. In the morning, our uh, flagship show, I'm not flagship show, but our morning show are, you know, they're tough. So if you're not uh, uh, having any, any entertainment in the morning, tune in with us, man, on YouTube, on Spotify, on Apple. Uh, every time we go live, these are live shows. So, you know, we put in the work for y'all. 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 a.m. Pacific. Tomorrow, catch us on the morning show. Try to bring you guys more topics. And uh, we're coming live from Las Vegas. So everybody bless up. Thank you for tuning in. And uh, maybe next time we'll have uh, some more Skype callers uh, wanting to call in. All right. So uh, I'll reach out to the TBV community, the core community. I'll be asking you guys a couple of questions. So I will be jumping on the TBV PBC uh, back call. I'll be jumping on the podcast uh, chat. I want to ask you guys some questions so we can add flavor to the show. And, of course, we want to make shit right for the people. So we want to know what you want, what you like, and if you guys have any ideas. So this is Alex Doomsday Linus checking out. Last round, we got the KO, Luis Ortiz versus Charles Martin. Some of y'all say I didn't like it. Some of y'all said y'all did. I, for one, was happy with my $40. And, uh, uh, you know, I'm not going to get a, a heavyweight card like that in, in a while. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Jay Rhodes, man, I'm going to get that blog talk up, dog. Just got to get these, this other laptop and set everything up right for y'all, right, man? I'm going uh, to um, try to make sure that this week everything is set up the way it's supposed to so that we could keep rocking out here on TBV. So, man, much love. Check y'all out. Cheers. Here's to the great American settlers, the millions of you who settled for unsatisfying jobs because they pay the bills. Of course, there is something else you could do if you got something to say. Start a podcast with Spreaker from iHeart and unleash your creative freedom. Maybe even earn enough money to one day tell your old boss, hey, I'm no settler. I'm an explorer. Spreaker.com. S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R. Hustle on over today.